0: My Mug episode 322 on Monday the 12th or was it 13th um, of January 2015 I am your host Stephen Layton welcome to my mug and welcome to the news even if I've got the date a bit confused it is the 12th isn't it yeah it's the 12th let's get on with the news um, S S S S S. -S -S, Steve's secret special super special secret stash. Um, has been amazing the feedback from golden ticket winners um, has been good Uh, I've seen lots and lots of uh, pretty uh, Instagram pictures of them and all Um, a very special coffee from a very special lady in Bolivia that is a tiny tiny lot that nobody would have seen otherwise Um, I hope you've enjoyed it those who have subscribed it is a hint of the amazingness that is uh, about to come with the S S S S S S Um, Yeah, this week's map bit you're going to love. I'm going to have to speed through because the map bit is extra long, but you're going to see why when we get to it. And I am off to Kenya next week, so in my mug maybe a bit all over the place. I'm going to have to record it early and record one before I go out, and I might try and record one while I'm there. But anyway, it's all going to be a bit unusual, but hopefully in a good way. And that was the news. So we should go to focus on, and this week I'm going to focus on the varietal called Canario. OK, so this week's coffee comes from uh, Brazil and is a canary varietal. So I'm going to talk about what is the canary overartal. Well, it's related to the Bourbon. Um, it comes from uh, Brazil. Uh, this is the only place I've ever seen it. Grows best at around about 1,000 metres above sea level. Um, it's a, a mutation, so it's mutated from Bourbon, um, it normally comes in yellow colour. I've never seen it in any other colour, so I'm fairly sure with a name like Canario, it's going to be just yellow. Um, the fruit is a normal rounded shape. It has wide uh, leaves that leaves that are, are quite short and stubby, um, and it's quite spindly branched. Um, Bourbons are typically spindly branched anyway, but like the pacas, they're a little bit longer. Um, uh, it, say it's originated from the Bourbon as a mutation so think of like Pacas Mundanovu, Novo uh, those kind of ratos that we've talked about on here before that's what's happened to this plant um, the plant is very it's, it's higher yielding than the parent Bourbon plant uh, and much much more than the red Bourbon uh, that's because anecdotally yellow Bourbon tends to produce more than red although I've never had that officially in a book uh, proved to me uh, every producer I've ever spoken to has said that but there is a downside so the yellow Bourbon and this uh, Canario is a little bit more susceptible to pest and disease is a little more spindly as I've already said in its appearance uh, even so than the Bourbon which makes it more open to damage from strong winds can you hear the wind here strong winds here Canario would not grow in Stafford Um and this really does have to be taken uh, into account when they're planting this canario varietal so you cannot plant it in a big wide open field a lot of brazil doesn't have windbreakers um, and doesn't have lots of trees and things so that is a definite issue with this coffee Um, bourbon so this coffee has very close links to sl28 tipica and coutura and tends to canario tends to produce a delicious cup it's much lower yielding than other plants, although it's higher, more high yielding than, than the red Bourbon. It's still fairly low um, and uh, it tends to produce stunning cups. I've I've only seen two Canarios, but both of them are some of my favourite coffees in the world. Uh, the typical cup characteristics are bright acidity, certainly brighter than Bourbon, but still balanced, still typically sweet, um, tends to lend themselves very well to espresso-based coffees. Um... And particularly to those people who like a little bit more character in their cup um, and that was the focus on on uh, canario. So this is a world exclusive coffee we've got this week uh, and only only available uh, has been in fact bar, two or three bags of this coffee in its entire existence. It's only ever been sold through, uh, has been. We're in our eighth year uh, and working with my good friend and um, colleague because I buy lots of coffee from Stephen. He's a coffee importer from the UK, Stephen Hurst. Um, As you will see in the map bit, which is amazing. I'm very excited about the map bit. Uh, I went to this farm in the summer uh, with Stephen during the World Cup. Uh, where we had lots of fun, as I'm going to show you in the map bit as well, because I'm going to talk about Bella Horizonte too. Um, This Canario plot was planted by Stephen because of how delicious the Canario had been in Kishwara and because I loved the canario in Kishwara so it's a little bit this coffee was planted a little bit for me uh, but he also had the perfect store to plant it in so it, it's a burrito you wouldn't plant anywhere because as I said in the focus on it, it, the wind will get at it, it's, it's susceptible to pest and disease but this is just this perfect piece of land um, it has um, it's protected from low temperature so it doesn't get any frost you, you, this plant will tag, Frostburn very easily. Um, A point that was proved this time for the first time this year. 25% of the crop was damaged by frost and lost. Um, So maybe not such a perfect storm, I guess. Um, But um, so why why does he grow it? Well, Because it's delicious. It's a coffee that's been planted because it's delicious. And that is um, the perfect reason to plant a coffee. Particularly when Stephen had always wanted to try and plant more of it. But I uh, was too scared to ask a producer who relied on it for their, you know, for their family income and, and, and what have you. So um, it is amazing coffee. I think you're really going to love it. So we should talk about the facts of this farm. The farm name is Fazenda Fiz- Inglaterra. Named Inglaterra because of all the locals who started to call it Inglaterra when Stephen bought it. Uh, the producer is Stephen Hurst. Uh, the nearest city is Posos de Caldos, home of the uh, monorail that doesn't go anywhere. Uh, the region is Minas Jurass. Uh, in the country of Brazil, the farm is 10 hectares, of which only five are dedicated to coffee. The other five is eucalyptus trees. It has an altitude of 1,200 metres above sea level. This varietal is Canario. Uh, we do have a Bourbon from here coming later on in the uh, year two. Uh, and it is a pulp natural. So, the map bit that I've been very excited about. I think we should go see it. Everybody, strap yourselves in for what is going to be a mammoth but super cool map bit. I know I've been talking about it all the way through the my Mug, so it's got to be good now. I've got a lot to live up to. But I think you're going to find it amazing. We are going across the Atlantic, and we're going to South America, and we're going to be going to Brazil. Um, so Brazil is uh, a huge country. Like Brazil is bigger than most continents. Um, I realised this when I was travelling around it. But Brazil's motto is Ordem El Progresso, meaning order and progress. From what I saw there, there wasn't a great deal of order. Although they are getting better, so maybe there is progress. Maybe they're focusing on the second one first. Um, so we're going down to Minas Gerais Now, Minas is um, a... Like, it is the... Hub of amazing coffee for me. And in the heart of it is Belo Horizonte, which is the sixth largest city in Brazil, and it is massive 2.4 million, and it's the sixth biggest. It gives you a good idea of how big a place it is. Uh, and the reason I'm focusing on here, because it's the capital, first of all, but it's also where I went to go and watch England against Costa Rica in the World Cup, which I'm still harping on about. Um, it's also my opportunity to apologise to Bello for anything that I did, and I'm sure I did stuff. Um, but let's go down to the farm. So, this is what we're really, really interested in, and it's Facenda Inglaterra. Just above it, you could see Bella, uh, not Bella Horizonte, we could see um, the town of Posas de Caldos. But this is me and Stephen when we were there. I miss my red hair a lot. I look really cool with red hair. So there's Posos. You can see it just in the background. And there is the farm. Um, now, Google Earth, for some weird reason on this day, was being amazing. Um, I don't know why. It was just perfect. Uh, the lowest point is the Atlantic Ocean. Atlantic Ocean means that we can get coffee out of there really easy, which I love. Uh, it means it gets to us very, very quickly. And you can see the topography there means that there isn't a great deal of places you can buy coffee from there. You really are struggling with uh, altitude. The the average altitude of a farm is about about 1,100 metres, which is not a lot. This one is 1,200 metres, very close to the road. You can see the coffee, and the V-shaped part is the trees. So this is where... Um, the eucalyptus trees are planted. Um, Why eucalyptus? Because there's a lot of money in it. I found out that they plant trees 30 years later, they get a lot of money. Um, So it's a long-term investment, but far more profitable than coffee growing. But Stephen bought this farm so he could grow coffee. So you can see here all of the areas of the farm um, and exactly where everything is there. So um, we should uh, try and uh, maybe have hascopter. And this is the drone that I took to Brazil during the World Cup, through customs, and nobody stopped me. Um, And I'm not very good at flying the drone. It's not my thing. Um, This is some of the footage that I took early on. Um, This is the the later on. So you can really see uh, the eucalyptus trees there and the the kind of shapes that are formed from those trees. It's very farmed. Um, This is the battery slowly running out. And this is a crash. Yeah. Oh. Warning, warning, the Hazcopter has crashed and he's stuck and was stuck there for 46 minutes while the camera carried on recording and a man climbed up a tree and hit it with a stick. You cannot believe how high it was. It really was up in the, uh, the trees uh, Yeah, to prove I was there. <laughs> yeah, and I am pointing at the man that is a hero that climbed the tree and earned three weeks wages for fetching that for me. That a little experience cost me three weeks' wages. Um, I just gave him every single penny I had in my pocket to say thank you. <laughs> and, he, and he earned every single penny. But look at that, just amazing views from Google. Like, why can't they do that all the time? It's so good. Um, just have one last swing round here so we can go in and really get a feeling for the V and just all of those things that we've seen there and all of the coffee. It's the coffee to the the, the part to the right. Um, is the hill where the Canario that we're drinking this week is from. And that was the fairly in-depth map bit. Told you it was good, didn't I? We've got a pair of through. We should go. Roland, short fact, please. The Canary Bird is named after the island that they are found on and originated from. Why is he talking about canaries? Crazy man. Not canaries, Canario Roland. (sighs) Right, before we go and do uh, the tasting where I wrap you on pause and all the rest of it, I have to tell you, I did this earlier on in the week at a coffee shop called Tamp and Pull in Budapest. Um, We did a cupping and at the end I brewed a couple of Chemexes of this coffee and I got all the staff who've been involved in the cupping to give you a descriptor each. Um, I think it went quite well. Uh, Apart from, I kept calling it Koshwera which it obviously isn't, it's Inglaterra. Um, but replace Keshwara with Inglaterra and it all makes perfect sense. None of them corrected me. Um, oh yeah, by the way, you should definitely visit their shops if you're ever in Budapest. They have three shops, Tamp and Search it, you will have delicious has coffee when you go there. Right, wipe you on pause, let's go to Budapest. So we're back, uh, and I'm kind of joined by, come on, come on in, come on in, come in. So we're back and I'm joined by uh, the crew here at Tampon Paul in Budapest. Say hello, crew, to the nice people. Hello. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and what we're going to do is we're going to do the taste. We've only got brewed. We haven't got espresso because we weren't doing this many espressos. And we're all going to give a descriptor, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to start down this So have you tasted the coffee? Have you tasted it? Yeah. I want one descriptor for all of you, so... <laughs> <laughs> Not bad. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's so It's what Sarah? Uh, it's fruit. Yeah, sweet, sweet. That's good. Got one. It's the so nice Mmm. A little bit more acidity than the Kishuera that we we did a cup in earlier, and it's it's the same. You know, we were talking about it's the same coffee, just a different varietal, and the acidity's a lot more intense yeah. than that one. Yeah. yeah, this is maybe a little bit dark chocolate. Dark chocolate? It's a little bit yes, it's very, different yeah. v- very different chocolate again to the bourbon, yellow Bourbon that we tasted. Yeah. So you It's the really light. Light and uh, made pineapple and I don't know, it's just kinda like like a fluid bomb. I don't like it. the pineapple part. I don't taste pineapple in coffee very often, but I really yeah. do yeah. taste it in this one and it's kinda it's weird it's a weird descriptor to have but I agree with you one hundred percent. And uh, a little bit of black currant. black currant. Interesting. Again, the fruitiness. It's definitely more fruity, isn't it, than this one that we said we didn't taste any fruit in. Yes. I <coughs> feel a lot of <coughs> fruits. Fruits yes. again. Brilliant. That's great. Fruit fruit of black, um, Blueberry. Blueberry. Interesting. Yeah. There's, there's the fruitiness. is just it changes as well as it cools. caramel. Caramel. Yeah. Yeah, again, it has stuff in common, doesn't it, with that yellow yeah, ball bomb, Dale? I'm ripe banana. I'm Not from Budapest. <laughs> 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 Not from Budapest. British. <laughs> 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 yeah, British. British palate at work. Lime and hazelnut. Lime and hazelnut. Interesting. The nuttiness again, we saw in this one, and I think it is there for sure. And that, that acidity, it's something different. Nuts. Nuts. Excellent. Speaking of nuts, say hello to the camera. Tell me, he's <laughs> been on before. <laughs> 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 That's empty, so uh, I remember it. Also, berries, black currants, messy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, black currants definitely. Berries <laughs> and black and cur- There's no hiding. We can still see you hiding there. <laughs> <laughs> so caramel. It's excellent. And it is. I mean, this is, it's, for me, the descriptors are caramel. I get that beautiful pineapple that you saw in there. I get a light, light acidity. I get lots of lemony lime bits and definite, like, walnuty kind of nutty flavour on the end. It's a delicious coffee. Guys, thank you very much for persevering for there. And do remember, life is definitely too short for bad coffee.